You're riding on the Denial Bus with Patty Crouch and Holly Gates. How you doing? Good. How you doing? Holly, you sound really different. I have a cold. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you have a cold. You sound maybe a little bit more Asian or something. <laughs> so racist. <laughs> I had orange chicken for dinner. What are you doing? No. <laughs> okay, guys. It's Heather. I'm Hi, guys. I know. It's been six months since we've actually recorded anything with each other. I know. It's been a crazy time. So much has happened. Lots happened in six months. In right? six months. That's all I, 2020. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. Like, it's been ridiculous what's happened yeah. to you. Like, we probably won't even be able to update everyone. Some of them are not as trivial. Like, I mean, you got stuff stolen from your porch like three times and all the Kamala oh card stuff God. got stolen. Like, there's stuff way back there that no one knows <sighs> about that's just crazy. Insane. Yeah, I feel like we're going to have to be uh, month by month because it's just like in a chronological order. That's uh, sure. Let's do it that way. I was going to be like, how oh, are look, the kids? I'm bulldozing again. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You can do that. Back I for missed 10 it. seconds and I'm, full, I'm bulldozing. <laughs> That's all it took. You know, we were up for a minute and a half. That was good. That was good okay, for good. You. <laughs> you, you. You tried really you. hard. You tried really hard I for that. I did. Uh, well, let's start with January. January started off great. Like, I feel like January, we stopped doing it in October. Oh, do I need to start from there? God, I don't even remember 2019 anymore. I don't think much happened. I felt like stuff happened too. I don't know. I felt like. Let's see. Hold on. I have to go brain Thanksgiving, Christmas. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah, this year for Halloween. We decided to, like, chillax at home. The kids didn't really dress up and go out, I don't think. God, I don't even remember. I don't remember if they went trick-or-treating. No, they did not dress up this year. No one on Halloween two of them go to one of those weird hippy-dippy schools where they're not allowed to dress up. And the other one's in high school and was scared that nobody was going to dress up, so she didn't dress up. So we didn't even bother with a Halloween costume this year for any of them. That's funny. So we just ate my pumpkin chili and uh, watched movies all night. Sounds good. And got zero people knocking on our door. I always forget to turn the light off and then remember after the first person knocks. And I'm like, you here's a can people, of beans. Um, oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I, we always uh, we don't get a lot. And then the next year I prep for it and we get like no one. And then I have all this candy I have to give away because we can't eat it. Yeah. You know? So it's like I'm not going to yep. spend expensive like organic non-sugar candy on people who don't care. So I always Seriously. buy the cheap Stop stuff, it. and then I end up having all the cheap stuff, and then I have to give away all the cheap stuff. It's just not worth it. Yeah. So. Don't do it. No. Did I'm you gonna... not get trick-or-treaters as your place in Pasadena this year? I felt like um, we, that's kind of— It was too early for us to kind of, like, figure it out because we had— I mean, it had only been a month into mm, the move. Then. Yeah. So we okay. ended up that's... getting—we ended up driving around to yell at the trick-or-treaters. Not, like, harshly. <laughs> yell at them? <laughs> not, like, harshly, but, like— <laughs> Say hello to them or whatever. Like, we went down yeah. Colorado and, like, saw all the people trick-or-treating. We went down Pepper, which is, like, this really popular place. And, like, saw everyone mm-hmm. in their costumes. And then we went to Whole Foods and I got them a special treat. And Zandy picked sardines. Like, it was ridiculous. And then. That's amazing. It was, yeah. We ended Super up having hard. sardines and s'mores. Like, <laughs> anyways. Oh, Together. Geez. 
it was, Who knew? Sweet and salty and it's, it's all the flavors oh, in your mouth. All of it. <laughs> it's sweet and salty. Exactly. Sweet and sour. Um, okay. We don't have to go that far back out. Because to do the highlights, like all your stuff from Comedy La Carte got stolen. The highlights. Yeah. Well, that's in January. I guess the only major highlight in 2019 that I remember that I would have talked about is that we went to Utah for Thanksgiving. And that was kind of a big deal because before the whole blow up with my mom, refer back to that Patty insert episode number here. <laughs> but uh, before the whole blow up with my mom, I had mentioned that I had wanted to go traveling for Thanksgiving this last year. Um, and just, you know, kind of go somewhere. And she flipped out that I wasn't going to be home. And how can you ruin tradition? And blah, 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 blah. So when that all happened, I was like, I'm going to go do what I said I was going to do in the first place. I'm going to go take that trip. So we drove to Utah. Um, I saw some high school friends. And it was a great time. And there was snow. And I drove in like a real, like, they're like, hey, so funny. You guys got here with the first major snowstorm of the season. Oh, that That's kind of crazy. And I was like, uh, what? Pardon me? Snowstorm? And it was. And it was the kind where you can't really see the car in front of you. Oh, those are scary and tense. Yes, and I did not like it, and I don't need to see snow again forever. So I just, I've officially gotten my fill of snow. I do snow on demand. Like, I'll go to the snow, but it better not come to me. Like, I, yeah, I'd rather be prepared and ready. Utah's beautiful, though. I, I mean, yeah, Utah was beautiful. And I we ended up splurging and getting a parking pass to the national parks and I really hope they extend that pass because we haven't been able to use it at all because they shut um, them down. I don't know. So let's see what happens. And then Christmas was fine. We actually went to Las Vegas because I didn't have to do stuff with my mom. So uh, my mother-in-law was actually very happy because she finally got to have Christmas with the kids there on Christmas Day, not the day after. Oh, that's kind of so cool. she was very happy about that. Yeah, she that's really enjoyed cool. it. So that was sort of the highlights. And I got an agent, a commercial agent. Oh, I didn't know that. Didn't you already have one? Yes. No, you had a manager. I have a manager. Yeah. So I got a commercial agent. And then in January, this is where things become less foggy. Uh, I booked a JCPenney commercial. Sweet. I saw that one. It was and, cute. Yeah, we saw half of it. The other half because of Corona didn't come out, unfortunately. But we'll turn back to that story. And it was lots of fun. But I wasn't able to make one of my comedy a la carte shows, so Bobby ran it, and then he came home. But he was so tired, he didn't bring any of the equipment in, and our car was smashed into, and somebody stole all the equipment. That's what you're referring to. And you almost always bring it in. Do you almost always yeah, bring it in? Or I mean, he's like, not, that was just, we never bring we it in. We would always bring it in. No, we would bring it, well, sometimes we wouldn't. But this time, he didn't have the cover for the car. I don't know why, because usually we would have a cover in the back. So you couldn't exactly see what was in the car. I don't know if that would have helped this time. Um, but, yeah, they got everything. And I got really mad and annoyed at him because I did an overnight shoot for the JCPenney commercial because we were actually fitting, uh, filming in a department store. And he called me while I was still shooting at, like, 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. to tell me that everything had been stolen. Ooh. And I was like, after I got home, I was like, could you just have waited? He's like, well, I thought you would want to know. I said, yeah, but maybe you could have waited to tell me, like, while I was calling you on my ride home. Like, why did you have to do that while I was still filming? There was nothing I could do. Yeah. And except that, now fret about it. And that could hurt your performance. 
Yeah. So I got really annoyed and he was just like super upset and I wasn't upset at him, but I did kind of blow up and had him later that night because I had now been up. It was like 3 a.m. I don't know why it was 3 a.m. And I had not slept yet. And I'd been all up the night before. And he's asking me to remember every single item that was in that car. Like, how many flashlights did we have? How many pens? What kind of brand? And I finally looked at him and I said, I'm done talking to you. I've been up for over 24 hours. I don't know. I can't remember right now. I'm going to sleep. Leave me alone. I'm not going to talk to you anymore tonight. And <laughs> he got Fair all annoyed, enough. but I'm like, dude, like, I, I feel like I was being very nice and I've been very good about articulating exactly why I'm upset. So that was my, I felt very justified reason for being upset. That makes uh, sense. And I don't know next, why you're still yeah. up after being up for 24 hours. I would have been like, he was like night. spreading and he was so upset. And then our police department, um, Devonshire PD, shout out. I don't care. I'm going to call them out. They're the worst. They're like, don't even tell us you have video footage because we're not going to use it. We're not even going to look at it. Really? I was like, great. Yeah. They're like, all we're going to do is give you a police report so you can file your claim. That's it. Now, we have insurance. So that was the good news is our rental insurance actually cover what's in your car. And so we sent them what everything costs. And uh, it was like in 15 minutes, they approved it and sent us a track. That's awesome. Well, you filed the police report, which is good. That, that probably is yeah. the most you could do. And Yeah. But it's just frustrating. And, and have you so replaced that was it all? We have with, like, newer stuff. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> Bobby was like, we should get a 1,000 watts. And I was like, should we? And he's like, yeah, we should. And I was like, okay, we'll get a 1,000 watts. <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, fine, sounds great. Do what you want. Um, That's great. Yeah. So then we're in February. Okay. And in February, my dad tells me, like, hey, we're going away for the weekend. If you want to see your Korean grandmother, uh, see her now. Says your mom won't be there. So I went to go see her. It was very nice. She cried. She was very happy. And I took a photo with her, which I'm very glad because, unfortunately, at the end of March, um, she was in a nursing home, not because she needed to really be in a nursing home. She was there for rehab because she broke her hip in November. Oh, so it was a temporary stay, like a long-term yeah. PT. Yeah, it stay. was not. Yeah, and but they were a temporary like, nursing home stay. Yes, and so she was actually set to leave, but they're like, you know, this Corona thing is out there right now, and it's really scary. She should probably just stay in the nursing home. It's safer here. What? Totally not true. Yeah. So, and then we found out later, like, two of her roommates got sick from something. We don't know yet. And, like, one of them definitely died. We don't know about the other one. Um, but in March, she got the coronavirus. And about three weeks later, she passed away, unfortunately, from it. It was three weeks of being miserable yeah. and, like, sick? Yes. Because at first, they're like, it's the flu. And we found out they didn't test her right away for it. Okay. And they did, they waited like a week and a half to test her. Wow. So um, that was really, it's, that's been really weird and upsetting because there's no closure. Like she's already been cremated and scattered and that's it. There's, there's no goodbye. There's no last moment. There's no memorial. There's nothing. Yeah. And it's a weird sense of like, like, she feels like, uh, it's kind of like that 
to put a reference for you, like in Harry Potter, when Sirius Black just falls along behind the curtain in the arch, you know? Yeah. Like, she just feels out of reach. It doesn't feel like a finality. Okay, pause. Great reference. That was perfectly Mm -hmm. used. I appreciate that. (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah, I mean, you can't, I mean, you can get the closure later, possibly, like if you you guys decide to do some kind of service or family gathering to remember her after all this is said and done, but it's also going to be like a year later. So do you yeah. do that? Do you not do that? Like what? Yeah, I don't, I just don't know. And, and this is your mom's mom, right? Yeah, yeah. My harmony, my Korean grandmother. Um, and she's very sweet. And it just, it was, and she was such a tough person. Like she had a fourth grade education, an abusive, loveless marriage, you know, um, managed to make money out of thin air. Like, I don't even know how this woman made money. She built a factory in Korea, you know, after the, it survived the Korean war, the Japanese occupation. Like it was amazing. Her story is amazing. It should be made into a movie. It's amazing. And I always have thought my entire life, like if, she was born at a different time in a different place. Like if she was born in the U.S., she would be president, you know? Yeah. Because her tenacity and ability and her underdog story is just so incredible. And she's the same grandma that survived the Northridge earthquake? Like? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Dang, she survived a lot. Except for Corona. But <laughs> <laughs> it makes out. me hate it even more. Yeah, so, I can't. Uh, I can't yeah, imagine. I'm really annoyed. Okay, so how has that affected how you guys are handling the coronavirus? Like, how were you handling it prior, and then how are you handling it now? Well, I I, I did cry a couple times. You'll be glad to know. I'm not totally heartless, but I You're... I wrote a eulogy on the on my Facebook, and I think it really articulated how I felt. It was beautiful. Was angry. Like I just I was really angry because I wanted her to go out on her terms. Not yeah. some stupid virus because somebody was careless and reckless. Not not trying to be careless and reckless. It's just they didn't do the right thing. And it got loose in this nursing home and bad decisions were made. And those bad decisions had this consequence. And I'm just mad. The consequences of your just grandma's mad because, life. That's a big consequence. Like if, when I saw her in February, even though she had broken her hip, like she was walking around still. She was happy as can be she looked great she doesn't even she didn't look almost 90 like you can tell by the photo you have to to like let the people know you saw the photo she did not look almost no. 90. no she looked great and i mean she looked really great for a korean too at, at 89 because you know your face usually snaps but she had like no wrinkles it was amazing <laughs> it was beautiful um i had more wrinkles than her and i just I'm just mad. I'm just really mad. And it's a very strange emotion to have to, to go through. And then Anna took it really hard. Bella took it pretty, the other two took it bad, but Anna took it just really hard. And Anna's just going through a lot of emotions right now because she hit puberty and her period started. So now I've got two <gasps> girls with periods in my house. Oh, we got to talk Ugh, about the that. Worst. I'm not ready Oh my God. It. When you're, I'm no. not. And you know what's going to be awful? I'm not. Is one of them going to start before the other and they're either going to, like, they're going to be dicks about it. That's what's going to happen. Oh. One's either going to be like, I got it before you. Or they're going to be like, ah, ha, ha, I don't have it yet. Your life oh, sucks. Like, that's what's going to happen gonna, in your they're, life. They're going to be huge jerks. They're going to be complete yeah. jerks. Like, I, the fights we have are ridiculous. 
Like, yeah. we, okay, we don't, I, 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 I'm not going to think about that because I can't handle the tween stage right now. Yeah, it's two, the worst. And they're at two different stages of the tween stage. Like, Lexi's way more mm. mature than Zandy is, and so it just makes it hard. Oh, it's hard. Yeah. Okay, anyways, okay. Oh, ugh. Now I'm all, like, scared about periods. Okay. <laughs> you should be. Um, it's going to be the worst. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm basically going to tell Chris that he and Jackson should just go to the mountain house for three days whenever it happens. Because we're all going to be sick eventually. And then we can just divide and conquer. I can just be like, Lexi, you go to the <laughs> shed. Zandy, you stay in your room. And I have the rest of the house. And no one talk to each other. Let's just pretend like no one's around and exists. That's it. Let's it's, just be done. you got to do it. It's the only way we're going to survive it. Only way. Yeah. Only way. How are they doing now? So, it's been about a month or so. They're doing better. So um, when we got into April, Bob, uh, so Bobby has known for a while that he has to move to Vegas. Right. Um, because he got to roll up the design director. Actually, hold on. Let's there. go back to the coronavirus, actually. Let's let's yeah. finish this topic up because. Oh, okay. Are, so where are you on the spectrum of disinfecting is how I call it. There are people who like disinfect everything put their mail in like the ziploc bags and that and then the people are even worse than that like and then there's people who are kind of like okay i'm doing what i can i'm being responsible and then there's people who are like stupid and are like whatever you know um um so where are I'm you i'm not you're in the middle like i'm not disinfecting my mail i'm not okay. I, I don't know i'm not doing it um, I also believe in herd immunity, you know, like, I don't think I'm in an at-risk group. Um, I don't think we're part of the vulnerable group. So I'm all about, you should probably get it. I actually want to take the antibody test because I swear I got it before and everybody's like, no, you didn't. And maybe I didn't, but it really felt like I did. And the antibody test is 200 bucks. And I'm like, I think that's $200 well spent. Heather, so, uh, Holly thinks, because it's called you Heather, uh, Holly, Heather, I did this all the time. I should have gotten a co-host that doesn't have an H name. Okay. Um, <laughs> Holly feels like her whole family got it because in the very beginning of January, they were all for like three weeks down with flu-like things and, and they got tested and it wasn't the flu. So it was like they yeah, just had, had some kind thing. of virus and literally it yeah. went from person to person and lasted like about two to four weeks before everyone was healthy again. She's yeah. like, I'm pretty sure we had it already. So yeah, I want to I want to do the antibody test because I feel like I had it because I got hit with what wasn't the flu. They said what they said was just a really bad upper respiratory virus uh, thing, and they're like, oh yeah, it's not the flu. Don't worry. Um, but it knocked me out. Where I at one point I looked at Bobby and I'm like, I don't know what you're gonna do tonight, but I'm I can't physically get out of bed. I said, I can't move my arms. Like, it's, it's painful and lethargic, and I just can't even move. And for about three days, I pretty much just stayed in bed the entire time. Yikes. And it was like I had a high fever. Could you could breathe? Could not get it to come down. Huh? Could you breathe? Did it affect your lungs or respiratory or anything? Yeah, I felt like I was drowning. Well, yeah, you probably did have it. The whole time. So it's just, it was so bad. And they were like, no, it's like this virus or upper respiratory thing combined with your allergies probably so what you should do is take Flonase <laughs> and like and cough medicine and I was like what can I do that they're like yeah you'll be fine I was like I think my liver is gonna die but all right did you, did you get better it, didn't help. it did 
No. Oh. No, it didn't help at all. It took about three weeks, and it finally just wore out of my system. That's crazy. I thought Lexi had it because she started wheezing, and then I mm. thought she had a temperature. But but it, but according to the medical field, you can't, or not a temperature unless you have a hundred point one, and she just kind mm. of floated at ninety nine point seven. Gotcha. And, but yeah. she was wheezing, and she never really doesn't really wheeze that much before. But she also almost always like once a year, once every other like year always has to be put on like a rest uh a nebulizer to help with her mm. her allergies when they hit really hard and so yeah that, but with this whole pandemic i was like she has it she has it we got it from the mail <laughs> like that's what i was like going <laughs> because we've been really careful like we've been sheltering in place we don't see anybody yeah. like there's the girls haven't worn masks because we haven't been anywhere where they need to wear masks you know yeah so yeah, so anyways, uh, I thought she had it, and then the doctor was like, it's not considered a temperature until it's 101. Do you get the nebulizer if it doesn't get better after 24 hours, then give us a call. And, of course, and I gave her, and then they took prescribed, like, some allergy medicine, and so we gave her that, and, like, the next day she was fine. And I was like, oh, it was, supposed to, it was just allergies. You're like, oh, man, what a good story you ruined. I know. <laughs> Well, poor Jackson's allergies are crazy, too. And Chris was like, it's probably uh-huh. just allergies, but go ahead and call because you're going to go crazy. And you're just going to call me every hour until you call. <laughs> so might as well just call. Oh and I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. It's, okay. it's got to be the most crazy thing. So, yeah, I'm not crazy about that. When I do go out to the stores, I wear gloves. I wear masks. Um, I hand sanitize after I come in from the store. I wash everything really well. I like make the kids wash even more now. Oh, I got so mad at Bella because she does not know how to wash her hands. <laughs> and we had an argument about this. I was like, Bella, and she started crying because she's like, I don't wash my hands. I'm like, no, you don't. Sing happy birthday to me twice. And she's just like, happy birthday to you. <laughs> like the worst thing in the world. But really, she's being a jerk about it, and she was not washing her hands. Like, I. I got one of those, uh, it's not, they're on Amazon, and they're little timers, and you just press the hand, and it just blinks and mm-hmm. then turns red. So that's what I do. But I also noticed I that my do that. water doesn't turn hot until, it takes like 20 mm-hmm. seconds to turn hot, so now I just use that. I'm like, I wash my hands until it gets hot, and then I get rinse all the water off with my hot water. Anyways, um, okay, so you're kind of in the middle kind of thing. I'm ready. Yeah. I think we're... We're definitely, well, I think it depends on the day, depends on what I'm like. And then, uh, honestly, the quarantine hasn't really messed up my life that much. So I'm kind of like, nah, whatever. So we'll see. All righty. Yeah. Uh, it, we haven't gone really, I mean, we haven't gone back and forth to Vegas because going back when you so rudely interrupted me, Patty. Okay. Um, Bobby, <laughs> Bobby has a job that he's had for a while uh, as the design director of a new casino. And when his company was kind of pitching this job, one of the selling points is we're going to have a staff in Vegas. So uh, I knew that meant we were going to move. And uh, we bought a house. I don't know. That's, I guess, my best intro into that. So <laughs> we've been going back it. and forth to buy houses. <laughs> so Which he- has been really interesting to buy a house in the time of corona. Um, yeah. Because you have to wear, you have to go, you know, mask gloves they ask him to really touch anything and then for places that are owner occupied for the most part they'll only let you do virtual tours really yeah 
But we did go into a few. You can't our touch houses. anything. Like I remember when we bought our house, I like opened you every can, cabinet. But they don't want you to touch the. They don't want you to touch a lot. I like so. open every cabinet. I was like, "What's in here? What's in here? What's this? What's that?" You know, like. Yeah, but did you find like when you were in the owner-occupied like houses, it was weird to go through people's closets and stuff. Like, I just can't really do it. I can't open a person's closet and be like, "Oh, look how great this looks." <laughs> no, that makes around. sense. It's- I guess out of like all so the ha- we only saw like five houses or four houses like we didn't mm. see that many houses and a cu- majority of them were like to the bones like no one was like mm. really living in it like they were gotcha. like mineralized living in it you know so there were whole rooms yeah. that just had a bed and like were staged more than like anything else gotcha. so it was yeah different we went to a few. So and how many did you see Bobby virtually? Was... How many did you see virtually? How many did you walk through and not Saw touch anything? Four virtually. So did you just get on Zoom while the person walks 10. through it, or is it like? No, it's like three D house tours. Interesting. So they set up like a camera and they take photos, like fifty photos, and then you can kind of walk through the space, and then they've got these weird, like extrapolated floor plan kind of looking things. Interesting. They're not great. I don't feel like you could get a fill for the house that way. Well, we didn't buy one. All right. So, no. So, then Bobby, one of the houses was like, what? Oh, my God. It was so bad. Like, it was, I could not believe they were selling their house and, like, were okay with people looking at their house with the condition it was in. Really? Was it, like, hoarding style? Yeah, and, like, things falling apart and the kids' rooms, like, totally trashed and stuff because their kids were, like, super rough with their rooms and, like, wrappers and empty bottles. And, like, one house, wow. there was just, like, filthy handprints on the white walls. Like, like they were trying to see how much. I was, like, I'm grossed out. I'm how so many houses out. were like this or just one? About four that we saw. <gasps> no. Yeah, I was like, I was surprised. Is it because of the pandemic? Like, the realtors were just like, we're living here. Okay. What are you going to do? The pandemic doesn't mean you have to live like filth. Maddie. Well, they probably live like filth anyway. But when yeah, you're, you know. Just, yeah. It was just really, and then one house was so bad that the neighborhood, the way it looked, and the house on the outside, Bobby just refused to go in. He's like, I'm not going in. I'm not doing it. I was like, it's fine. I'm not in love with this house anyways. We can go. So did you, or the realtor, did, like, who, did you go see all the house beforehand, like, on the Zillow app or whatever, and then tell your realtor which ones? Okay. Yeah. So we did that. Um, And there was a house that I saw that was just perfection. It was everything I wanted. It was beautiful, but it was, like, really out of a price range. But I marked it because I was like, this is my gold standard. This is the house I would want. And right before we were going to Vegas to go look at houses the first weekend, and my whole anticipation was to not buy a house that weekend. Like, we're just going to check out neighborhoods, really, you know, kind of see what's out there, get a feel. And we were both kind of settled into the idea. No houses were were going to be bought during this time period. Uh, okay. The house dropped suddenly, like $15,000. Really? Now, it was still too high for us. Okay. But I went back to my agent and I was like look I know this is a long shot the house is still kind of like really out of our range would you think they would be able to drop it to 
this much, you know, and I gave him kind of our bottom, like our, our max. Yeah. And he's like, that's a lot you're asking. And I was like, I know, because it's like asking them to drop another $30,000. Yeah. And he's like, let me see. I'll ask, but don't hold your breath. Well, I mean, the worst thing that happened back, is a no. You know, like, yeah, you're still it. in the like, same spot, so why what, not ask? Yeah. One of my favorite quotes is by John Waters, who always says, who says, um, a no is free. So ask. What's the point in asking if, you know, if a no is free? Nothing bad is going to happen if they say no. Right. You're in the same um, spot you started. Yeah. So the guy came back and they said, yes, we'll accept that amount if you accept the place as is. No fixing, you know, don't ask them, don't nickel and dime them or anything like that. So I was like, okay, cool. We go to see the house. I was like, I, I still want to see it. I'm like, I don't want to just buy it from photos. Oh, yeah. So we for do sure. go to see it and it's even better in person. Really? The photos. Don't even do this. You know how, like, most photos are kind of, like, manipulated to look really good? It didn't do the house justice. It was so much better than I thought it was going to be. Wow. Uh, And I was, like, I was standing in the kitchen, and I hadn't even really gone upstairs. And I looked at Bobby, and I said, this is the house. I said, this is is it. This is the gold standard. This is what I wanted. They lowered the price. I said, this is it. And it, it looked moving ready. So what we found out. Uh-oh. Craziness. No, no, no. It's, you're going to love this twist, I promise. Okay. Is that the guy got a job offer somewhere else, and so the house is going to be bought by the relocation company for his new job offer. And the relocation company, so what happens is the relocation company buys it from him for the agreed amount and then just turns around and sells it to us for the agreed amount of money. So there's no change in pricing or anything. Except... The reload company's like, uh, we don't want any liability. So they sent in their own inspector before we sent in ours. And they found a few things wrong, like the pool heater and the roof, um, a part of the roof needed to be replaced. And they're like, we're going to replace it all now. So they fixed everything. What? Yeah. And we don't have to pay extra for it or anything. They just fixed it all. Wow. That is phenomenal. Okay. Yeah. So So I was like, and I'm good. Yeah. So you basically have all the major stuff fixed and the money you spend will just be able to make it yours, like the touches yeah. that you need to make or whatever, if any. Yeah. And you can do this yeah. slowly because you know. change bedroom colors, you know, like that's going to be the first major thing is we, we promised the kids they could pick their accent wall color. I'm not going to let them paint all four walls in crazy ass color. Bella's like, oh, I paint all my walls black. And I'm like, no, that's a really hard color to cover over in the future. So, no. Yeah. Um, so now she's decided kind of like on a burgundy and I was like, that's fine. Uh, that's acceptable. I'll, I'll, I'll let you do that. But they you only need one wall. We're going to get a complimentary neutral color for the rest of your walls. That's um, awesome. So how many bedrooms, yeah, so, how many baths? Explain it quickly. Six bedrooms. Damn girl. Six bedrooms. I know. Six bedrooms. I mean, I got a place and to one stay. It's bedroom. awesome. Yeah, and one of the bedrooms is this really great big space that they were using as like a playroom for their kids that we're going to turn into what we're calling the studio, which is going to have my self-tape area and Bobby's work area and just all of the stuff that we've kind of crammed into our bedroom, we're going to spread out in there. You're going to have a sewing station Uh, again. Yeah, exactly. And downstairs has uh, one bedroom and one three-quarter bath, I think it's called. Because it's got a shower. It doesn't have a tub, but it has a shower. Okay. Um, 
so, but it's nice because it's private to that bedroom. So when guests come over, you don't have to like share my kid's bathroom. You've got your own private I, I bathroom. I ain't doing that with Tony. You don't know what Tony does in there. Oh, I know what Tony does in there. So, and then, uh, and then it's got a little half bath, you know, where it's just the toilet and the sink. Right. Like a powder room. Okay. Downstairs. So and is that the house they... has a pool. Oh, Wait, sorry. time out. That's just like the general. Oh, sorry. So that one's going to be the guest bedroom, right? That one's going to be the guest bedroom with the three-quarter bath, yeah. Okay. Just the shower. And then you but have. also downstairs a half bath, which is what the kids are allowed to use when they're downstairs. They are never allowed to go into the guest bedroom and bathroom. They've been banished from it. Already. Haven't even moved in, and they've already been banished. I love it. Yes. And they're probably yes. banished you from your room, no too. Reason. They're probably banished from your room uh, and banished from the sewing crafts room as well. I'm trying to ban- banish them from my room, but they really like at the end of the evening when they're winding down to come into our room and lie in our bed. So the best I'm going to be able to do is just say you're banished until after you take a shower and put on clean clothes. Well, that makes sense. That's a good I don't want their school clothes in my bed because they, they're so dirty. Like my mm. son comes home covered in filth. And I'm yeah, like, that's not no, going in my no, bed. No. Did they already kind so, of, have they seen the house? They have not seen it in person yet. Okay, so and we will not take them to go see it until after the other families move out. That makes sense. Um, yeah. And then are you, do they already kind of, are you going to give them the choice of choosing? Or are you just saying this is this, this room is this room and this room is Tony's and this room is Bella's? Like, no, we, at first we had agreed that Anna was going to get the bedroom closest to the parents. But that out of the, besides the studio, the other two, be- three bedrooms for the kids is big. It's about 20 feet bigger, square feet bigger than the other room. So that one ended up becoming Tony's because the kids' bathroom has double sinks, which is nice. But the girls always take up the space in the bathroom in the morning. So I'm like, well, Tony's going to get a bigger room so we can kind of put like a little get-ready carton there for him and he can comb his hair and everything in his bedroom and not have to fight the girls for space in the bathroom to do it because that's where his stuff is right now. So, and then he also does Legos. Like, the girls don't really do anything in their room. They're kind of boring individuals. They just kind of read. <laughs> they don't really do stuff. But he builds Legos all the time. So he doesn't know yet, but for his birthday, we're getting him um, a whole big, like, Lego table set up for the room. Yeah, like a Lego station so that he can have it all yeah. and chill. That's why the girls yeah. got the biggest room. It's A, there's two of them. And B, they're the only ones who are in their room. Like, Jackson is never in their room unless someone's in their, like, hiding because of hide and seek like that's the only reason why yeah. he's in his room except to sleep yeah and then me it's like laundry and random stuff and i'm never like really in my room so yeah yeah it makes sense and the girls are the, the messiest so it's like they should probably just have less space to get messy that's true you know less responsibility space. the easier it is to keep yep so they have that but then in the bathroom there are three shelves in between like either side of the sink so, like, the girls will share one of them for their feminine hygiene products, and then they'll each get a drawer. Not a shelf, it's a drawer. A drawer for, like, their own stuff, like their hairbrush and their hair ties and stuff in there. So that kind of cuts Tony out from the bathroom. But he just he just needs people to go brush his teeth in the morning. He doesn't need to be in there with the girls where they're finagling their hair and stuff. So Yeah, that makes he'll be fine. sense. He'll be fine. Yeah. Crazy. He'll be fine. And then there's but, a pool. Yeah, and then we have a pool. That's yes. awesome. The pool, Not, I, no spa. That was, but it has a station you can see where a hot tub is supposed to go. Or, as Bobby and I looked at it, a stage for your backyard. <laughs> 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 I was like, maybe it's that instead. Um, 
no, it's going to be a hot tub. Uh, so I like the I pool, though, sure because that. the pool has one of those little, like, lounge, lounge chair, like, section where yeah. it's, like, four or five, so you can, like, sit without having to go in yeah. go in, which is really nice. Yeah, I like it's, that. It's, it's cute. And uh, I like – I don't like linear pools. But I like ones that are kind of faux naturalistic, like have a lot of curves to them. Yeah. Uh, just because I think they look pretty in the backyard. So it's not a huge pool, but it's big enough for the kids. And it's going to be great over the summer to have our own private pool, which is nice. Oh, yeah. And they're all old enough yeah. and, sw- and well enough swimmers. You can be like, go out, be done, see you later. You, you know? know what? And if they're not, I didn't really need three kids anyways. Exactly. So, Survival of the fittest. You know, they're just going to fight over. If it's Tony who dies, they're just going to fight over who gets his room. I'll just leave it as a shrine. So that'll, that'll solve that problem. Figure out, yeah. Pro- thinking ahead, thinking ahead. That's right? crazy. Uh, and then uh, it has like a half basketball court. That's crazy. Which I was just glad. Yeah, it has space for them to like just run around, which is what I wanted. I mean, do your kids run around? Like my kids, Jackson. Tony does. Jackson's does. all well, Jackson's in the mud. Like, yeah, those are adorable photos, by the way. Oh, he's, he's always just in like mud. living free, man. He's oh, completely. Like, it's gonna be hard to go back to the to... on-site learning because he's not yeah. gonna want to wear pants. Like the boy. Just... Yeah, I think he's gonna future as like being a groundskeeper at a nudist camp you know what i mean oh totally i'm just grooming him for that it's perfect he literally you know? gets his shirt off for take a bath and he goes i need to get dirty mm-hmm. and then he goes outside and like plays for another 20 minutes and then comes in like covered in mud and oh then i God. rinse him off That's and then weird. i get to put him in the bath like it's just, it's he's in heaven he's living his best yeah. life chris apparently That's caught awesome. him a couple days ago of course, he was naked, just, like, standing weird. And Chris was like, what? And then he saw a stream. He was like, man, he is living his best life. Just peed <laughs> in the yard. Like, oh, my God. in the That's world. No, oh, it's fine. That's uh, fun. Well, and the basketball thing. Is. That's all. The basketball thing for Tony is going to be great. Yeah. And Anna likes to play basketball, too. I don't know how good she is. She says she's okay, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> but they, they'll be able to play with each other, which is nice. Yeah. Um, and they'll be able to play in the backyard and play, like, horse or whatever. I don't care. Uh, but they can play, which is great. And okay. so they've got basketball hoop. But if they don't, they've got a place to kind of run around, you know? Yeah. Our backyard is like a six-by-four-foot slab of cement right now. There's nothing you can do in our backyard. See, I hate we that. We put a little patio table, and it filled up the whole space. <laughs> and you're like, great. Now, what do we do on the patio table? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So the house so, is 3,600 square feet. That's ridiculously big to me. Yes. It's three times the size of what we live in now. Oh, my goodness. When you come, probably even by the time you come to visit, we will not have furniture everywhere in the house. Like, well, how can you afford it? You're buying a house, and then you have to, like, fill the house. Like, it's going to take time. I know. So I'm like, the living room's going to be the last room to be filled. Because <laughs> we're also in a bit of a debate. Oh. Um, I just realized, like, we have this little family room space off to the side, off the kitchen, which we always knew we were going to have a TV. We talked about this before. Like, I want a space where if my kids' friends come over, I can be in the room, but not in the room, you know? Yeah. Like, there's the TV, so that's where you have to go watch TV. And, oh, sorry, Mom. Working in the kitchen, making oh, dinner, yeah. making cookies for you all, you know? So, sorry. Mom has to be – Mom's going to be around. Uh, but I don't think I want a TV in the living room. Like, I just don't think well, you don't, we need TVs downstairs. Yeah. So, if you, wait, you're going to have, you're going to have, wait, <laughs> you're going to have TVs in the bedrooms and not downstairs? 
in my bedroom, I'll probably have my own TV for the adults, you know, because we don't want to watch Once Upon a Time all the time. That makes which sense. Which is Bella's favorite TV show. She's watching it. She's now on our third run of it. Oh, geez. Um, just oh. loves it. I mean, I get it. I think I, we've all had shows like that growing up that we were obsessed with. Yeah. Hers is this one. And it's not bad, so I can't be too mad. You know, it's very silly rom-com, which is what she's into. Uh, and in a way, it's kind of good because it isn't very graphic. That's good. Sex stuff, you know? So it's very romantic, like, true love kind of things. Which I'm like, you know, true love, like, this fairy tale stuff doesn't totally exist. But I kind of like the innocence it's showing off. That's cool. You know, even though it's a little bit more adult theme in some ways. I, You know, but I guess at the same time, I feel a little bit more comfortable with her watching that. No, that makes sense. Um, Sounds crazy. That can be actually an okay example for her to, like, get into. Versus yeah, some of I mean, other ones that are out there, you're like, no, that still isn't a good marriage to follow. You know? Yeah, like it just people aren't sleeping around, and people who are bad characters in the beginning are redeemed. You yeah, know, that's cool. That's uh, cool. I never watched it so, before. Yeah, it's boring. I I don't like it at all. Like I watched a couple episodes, and I was like, oh my god, shoot me in the head. This show is so boring. But people obviously loved it because it's on for a long time. Hey, let me uh, do it. So how yeah. is Bella so doing in general? Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? Oh, man. Oh, I was just going to say the last thing is there will be a TV in the guest bedroom. So I want one of the. So the living room, I want to become a library. That makes sense. Well, if you're going to have one TV downstairs that everyone's going to watch when people are over and y'all can yeah. watch your family stuff, then there's not a need. We're honestly yeah. a one TV household. <laughs> like, we don't believe in. Yeah. Sounds really weird. We don't believe in TVs in the bedrooms. It just, we never needed it. It's one of those things I read one time, an article that they shouldn't be in the bedroom just because it doesn't promote yeah. healthy relationships. We're not, so we never had it and we're fine. Like, I think it's okay. Like, we're good. Yeah. So if you don't want, like, there's no reason to have two because then all you're going to do is not spend time together, you know? Yeah, but I'm okay with that sometimes, Patty. Oh, I like, totally they get watch that. real junk TV. Like, I don't know how many more times I can watch freaking Endgame or whatever Marvel movies like Tony's that's his thing he's like rewatching every single Marvel movie over and over again oh geez. I was like okay okay well let's go and to Bella Anna first how is Bella okay how is Bella so the coronavirus has been surprisingly good for her in some ways she's brought up a lot of her classes where it looks like she'll finish the semester with a 3.0 sweet go and, Bella yeah especially since she got a 1.83 last year so we're very excited about this. And then now she wants to take some classes over summer school to make her D's go up to eight that she okay. got last year. So that'll change her GPA from her very first semester to a three point something. It's a 3.23 or something like That's that. That's not bad. No, it's really good. And yeah. if she can get a 3.5 by the time she graduates high school in Nevada, she actually gets a pretty sizable chunk of scholarship money for college. At UNLV, the state school. Sweet. That's cool. So I'm very much look, like hopeful. And she's very aware of why she's doing well. And she said it's because she does not feel the stress of the class. She feels she has more time to complete her projects when she needs it. And that when she doesn't understand something, she has the ability to keep going back over and over and over again until she understands it. Wow. So she's very aware of how she's learning and how it's helping her learn. So, so I said we need to have a serious conversation then because to me it sounds like homeschooling 
is really the best option for you. And what she And say? she said, maybe. She's like, I just really want to try the high school experience again. She's like, but I'll be honest, if I start failing and it gets really hard, I'll consider going to homeschooling. Huh. Because she doesn't want to fail now her classes. She wants to get good grades. What about the high school experience does she want? I think it's the friends, the social aspect. So why we picked where we picked in Vegas, it's a little bit pricier um, because it's it's uh, assigned to a really, like the best public school in Vegas. Okay. Like it's a nine out of 10 on great school. Uh, and the quality of kids, just based on what I've seen in like social media posts and everything, are kids who are kind of serious about what they're doing and their interests. And I found that at the school she was going to now, she fell into a really rough crowd. Yeah. And because Bella really wants people to like her, she, I mean, she's so funny. She sounds like me. She sounds like a Valley girl, right? She's taken (laughs) on like my vocal affectations. Like she sat, and when she talks, uh, speaks Spanish, she has, I was like, I was trying to figure it out for the longest time. And then one day I was like, oh my gosh, I get it. You speak with a Valley girl accent when you talk Spanish. She's like, oh my God, no, I don't. And I was like, yes, you do. You're like, oh, I really want to get a quesadilla. (laughs) And she's like, no. And I was like, yes, you speak like a Valley girl. And she's like, no. And so it was very funny. Um, But she would come back kind of thuggy every day that she would hang out with these girls and like come back home with a bad attitude because these girls would have drama all day. And then she managed to be friends of a friend of somebody who like threatened to shoot people at the school. What? So she got like called into the dean's office to make sure she, you know, she wasn't a threat and other kids. I was like, what is going on? That's crazy. So I just, that was one of the big things about moving is I said, she needs to go to a school that's safer that has kids who are more serious about their academics because her friends, I'm reading her text. I have a program where I can read her text back and forth and her friends are like, whatever, I'm just going to fail that class, whatever. And I'm like, whatever. Like, I'm so proud of Bella for realizing this is an opportunity for her to improve her grades and has fully embraced the opportunity. Yeah. What's awesome that she's also, it sounds like she's matured in a way of like recognizing what she needs and being able to ask for it and like, that's huge because then going into yeah. what, then if she ends up going into the public Nevada school system, then you know what to advocate for because you know what works, you know? Except my worry is that once she's amongst students again, she'll fall back into bad habits. Which is very likely. I don't know yeah. if I would give her the option. Like if you know she's doing so well, I would probably yeah. be like, you know what? We're just doing homeschool. And I'm I'm going to let her take that option because I, I want to believe that she knows herself well enough now in the progress to be like, yeah, it's not working. I want to go back to homeschool. Uh, okay. And her therapist told me that I was really great for being aware of this and giving her that option to homeschool. <laughs> so She's like, a lot of parents wouldn't give their kids that option. I was like, no, I want her to succeed. And if her success is she needs to be homeschooled, then let's get her homeschooled. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it makes complete sense. We're th- yeah. Yeah, that's another day, another story. That's what I think. I think I'm right. You um, are right. You're always right. 
right? right? Thank you. I'm going to I'm gonna put that quote up. You're always right. Patty Crouch. I'm going to be like, see? You're Patty welcome. said, I'm always right. So I'm You know what Chris right. used to say? He's like, you're right. And when you're right. And you, you're always right. And when you're right, you're right. No, wait. When you're right, you're right. And when you, you're always right. That's what he told me. Nice. Anyways, okay. When I, you're right, right. And when you're wrong, I'm actually wrong, and you're still right. <laughs> exactly. Um, that's okay. That's cool, though. I'm like, way to go, Bella. Like, that's really. Exciting I know. I'm very proud her. of her. I'm really proud of her. I'm All right. so proud of Stinky her. Stinky Tony boy. What's he doing? Oh, Besides man. spending way too much time, probably in the bathroom. Let's not go there. Yeah, he. Are we still like profanity on this podcast? Are we still allowed to say you, things? You can say it if you want to say it. Like, I just don't like his Google searches. So we found out one of his computers allowed him to search for porn, and he was looking up big fat pussy bang, and I was like, <gasps> dude, Oy. what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I guess just like, come on, dude, can't you just have like boobies like that's what i want that's all i want i just want to see that not like these graphic searches oh man uh, and i bought him that i bought him that like no nudes book but i guess it just doesn't help what's a no nudes book i didn't i tell you about the no nudes that's the book where all the women are like scantily clad and like posing sexy but they're all fully dressed because in prison you can't have pornography so they make these books for the prisoners I did not know this. Yes, it's a book. It's called No Nudes. And they're just like, it's like Victoria's Secret. Yeah, it's scandalous photos that are tempting and yes, lustful. But they're but not, not naked and they're not, yeah, they're not doing grotesque things. Yeah. Even like, in their stuff. Like yes. what he did. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Not big fat pussy bang. That's what Oh my gosh. Don't stop saying it, Heather. Stop saying it. I don't want to hear it again. You said I could say it. Okay, but I don't want you to repeat. Oh, that is horrible. Horrible. Yeah. That's such a hard. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. It's it's the worst. And I was like, dude, that's so gross. <laughs> like, I was. I probably just started laughing. I was like, don't laugh right now. I need you to not laugh because I don't know what to do. So I, my emotions the, don't know where to go. Did you set the parameters again? Or, I mean. I did. So, what happened is, is that his tablet reverted to adult privileges because he turned 13. Really? Being yeah. 13 so I had to go in and is very adult eight. able to see these things. Yes. That's so he's ridiculous. now eight. <laughs> oh, yeah. You should have put him at four. So that way I know. <laughs> it took five like, years. He could have turned 18 you know, sooner than that. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, so that's why. Why does a tablet even have a birth date? I'm so confused. Because when you sign up for like some of the game stuff that he wants, they have to create a profile and it has to link into uh, an account, and so you have to put their stuff in. And then they're like, "Hey, isn't this great? You have parental controls because they're a kid." And then I didn't read the fine print. I was like, "Until he's 13, and then we'll just assume he's an adult." And I'm like, "I don't know why you did this." 13 is not even close to adult. Like, not no. even close. That's how desensitized yeah. we are in this world. Where we're thinking, yeah. oh, 13, they can make logical decisions. Are you crazy? Crazy? No. That's like, you need to. looks for big fat pussy bags. <laughs> oh, stop it, Heather. <laughs> so bad. Oh, it's my the goodness. Worst. It's like literally oh, the worst. That is the worst. 
Ugh. Okay, move on. I don't even want to talk about Tony anymore. He's stinky and gross. Well, yeah, he's a boy. and He smells and, oh, you know, what can I do? He's just a gross boy. He's a gross boy. I love him. He's, but he's very sweet. I will say that. He's very sweet and he's very thoughtful and he knows what shit needs to get done in the house and when. And he's kind of always on the ball. He's just, he's just got a lot of urges. And we were talking to him because basically he admitted it's really hard for him to do his schoolwork in the morning because he's – and we're like, do you not release in the morning? He's like, sometimes, but not always. I'm like, dude, first thing in the morning, you got to get up and get that done. Oh, my goodness. I don't even know what to tell you right now because I <laughs> am so like – I don't know how I'm going to handle this with Jackson at all. Yeah. Like, I don't know how it handled yeah. with a neurotypical kid, because part of me is like, yeah. you know, I don't know what my, I I feel like I know what my biblical well, views are on it and stuff, but at the same yeah. time, like, I, I, oh, great. Look, Thank I'm you all long, about Heather. I help. have you on the podcast, and now I'm freaked out about periods and <laughs> masturbation. Like, this is not going well for me. We're not having well, you on the podcast for a while. <laughs> Another six months. I'm just going to say, in all fairness, Patty. I don't think Jackson will ever be able to spell big fat pussy bang. So you're clear there. <laughs> Yay for brain damage. He won't be able to spell these things. Oh my goodness. So we've had to have talks with him about that. And everybody's like, Mom, Tony's still in the bathroom. And I was like, Oh, yeah, he's in the bathroom. That's cool. Like, just give him his space. Don't worry about it. He'll be down when he's down. Oh my uh, goodness. But I'm hoping, and he just he can't help it. He's just talking to girls. And that's all he hears about. Uh, he's all he hears about. And he's 14 so, now. 13. He's going to be 14 soon. 14 in August. In August, okay. So oh, he's 13. Yeah, I'm not ready. It's I'm not, not fun. Ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Well, not hopefully ready. Jackson will take his time. I'm praying. So, we'll see. Uh, <sighs> but yeah, that's that's about it for him. I mean, he's such a sweet guy. And he could be so smart. Like, they did his IQ tests and stuff, and he's, like, on the range of superior in a lot of things. Yeah. So he's smart, but he just doesn't want to put the effort in. That's hard. I don't know. That's really yeah, hard for you tough. and your tiger mom mentality sometimes. Like, Yeah. That must be hard for you. Yeah. Knowing his so, potential. And, then I've got, and then I've got Anna, who um, is really ticked off. So, Anna and Tony go to the same school. They like, go to the same middle school. Tony's happy. They've gone to pass fail. Um, okay. And Anna's pissed they went to pass fail because she's, like, straight A's. Uh. <laughs> like, they don't even know that I have straight A's. I was like, sorry, babe. Uh, that's that, that them's the break. Um, so, she's, you know, she's just, she's feisty. And I, I feel bad because I'm trying not, not that I'm showing favoritism, but I'm trying to, like, make sure to parent her, even though she's a feisty kid. But, man, I kind of love it about her. Because this kid's not going to take crap from anyone yeah, in her life. you don't want to break but it no, because that's, like, yeah. you don't want to break it. But at the same time, you have to hone it, you know? Yeah. Like, this girl is not going to be railroaded by any man. Yeah. She's not. She's your woman. bulldozer, man. She's your bulldozer. She is. She's, like, very... Oh, even her teacher was like, she needs to become a lawyer. She's That's awesome. very much about justice. And I'm like, yes, I know. Like, everything and, like, legalese of everything and down to, but you said this. And didn't you mean by the, you know, she's like, she's already got the skills. 
So uh, we're already getting her life plan. She knows she's going to give you go to UNLV for her undergrad um, law degree, and then she'll go to UCLA for her master's with a focus in uh, copyright law. So she's she's already set. She knows what she wants to do. Wow. Copyright law sounds so boring. Um, it isn't as boring as you think when she like read the cases. And the reality is she would be a great lawyer, but I think she would be highly triggered if she did anything about marriage, family law, criminal no, law. That makes sense. Like that. that makes sense. Who knows though? Yeah, She's she, matured in so much, you never know. Like she has she has so um she took my grandmother passing really hard. And she's she's happy we're moving to a bigger place, but she's really kind of depressed too that we're moving to a new place yeah. because she's like, this was my first home, and I don't want to leave my first home. And I totally get it because yeah. it was the first place she felt safe, and it was the first place that she felt loved, you know. Yeah. And I totally understand. And we're like, we're just validating. We're like, you know what? You're allowed to be sad. You're allowed to be sad and excited at the same time. It's, yeah. it's okay. It's totally normal. I told her how when I moved from my childhood home into uh, the next home, I said I was really sad too. And I would pray that like the escrow would fall through so we didn't have to move. I, I promise you it's going to be a good thing. Yeah. And so she's still going to be safe because time. she's safe because of you and Bobby, not because of that yeah. home. And, like, we told her, we said, Anna, one, this place is too small. And I said, two, the crime here has gotten ridiculous. Eek. I'm not kidding. Two to three times a week, there is an alert that somebody has been robbed at gunpoint in the middle of the day. A block wow. to block. Yeah, get out of there. And I'm like, and then we've gotten robbed. We've gotten stuff stolen off of course. We got our car broken into. Other people's cars. Uh, Bella and uh, Bobby went to her school to do her locker clean out and they had a ton of stuff. Uh, you know, they saw cars smashed, with, you know, broken into. Wow. And it just, uh, there's so many, and I don't want to start a political thing with people like don't write in or call in to pat. Well, maybe, I don't know, maybe you want them to call in uh, about like homeless fights and whatever, but the homeless around us are genuinely addicts. They're drug addicts. And they do crazy shit. We had a couple of years ago uh, a mess. Somebody watched a lot of Breaking Bad, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> a mess RV blow up. Oy. You know, and catch fire and catch one of the three trees on fire, too. So I, when I was a kid, I was at the park by myself. I walked to the mall by myself. You know, I walked around. And these were not far, three miles from where I grew up and where I was hanging out all by myself growing up from junior high. Yeah. You know? Like, we, you know the old joke. Like, you came back when the streetlights turned on. Yeah. Uh, we came back when the mall closed, you know. Completely. It was the summer. It was very hot. Uh, but, like, my friends and I, we would go, we would just walk around. We would do, you know, we would go. There was so other, much like, more independence. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like it's not that I don't trust my kids. I don't trust the people I'm around. You know, I don't trust my kids to be walking to the park. Not trust my kids, but I don't trust them trust to be in a situation. They have to cross this intersection that just recently had people blocking it and then other people doing like these donuts. They're called street takeovers, I guess, where these people were driving like crazy and flipping their cars around so quickly that they almost looked like they were going to tip over. 
and then bystanders just standing around cheering them on. That's ridiculous. That's an intersection where people get hit almost all the time. And last time I walked it, I almost got hit twice by people just zipping around the corner and not looking to see if somebody was rocking in the crosswalk. That's yeah. And uh, yeah, and I'm like, I it's not that I don't trust you. And so I told them, I don't trust other people. I right. really don't. I don't trust other people to not be in a crazed drug state and come after you or, you know, do any, you know, I, I just, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with it. They get in fights all the time, the homeless here, because they're like mad at each other and drugged out. And you want me to go to a park, like send my kids to a park where there's tent city, you know, where homeless have staked out and then they live there now. No. What kind of responsible parent would I be? But now I live in a place where the park is beautiful. It's less than a mile from the house. And when it's not like blazing hot to the point where you're going to die, if you're outside for like two weeks. Minutes, oh my God. This is the part I'm not looking forward to in Las Vegas. There's a part of the summer where it's like 105 degrees at three in the morning. <laughs> the worst. I'm not it's visiting awful. then. No, come in the winter. It's going to be great. Okay, winter. Uh, but even the winter gets really cold. You know, it snows oh, in Vegas. Oh, crap. In the well, then I'm not good there either. I don't Come for spring break. That's perfect. So I just, well, I just feel more comfortable, though. Like, in Vegas, they can walk. But the reality is they kind of live a little far from places. They're not going to want to walk. But, you know, I feel more comfortable dropping them off at a mall in Vegas. And being like, hey, guys, don't, you know, go have some fun. Hang out with your friends for a while. Walk around the mall. Yeah. Um, and come back. I'm going to come back in two hours for you. You know, just like, the space I totally alone to run around in the backyard, have a pool, yeah. have her own room. Like, all that's going to be good. I mean, yeah. I think you're handling it well, just validating her emotions. One of the things we did with Zandy was let her take as many pictures as she wanted of everything. Yeah. Um, her pictures sucked. But yeah. I went around yeah. to better pictures. Her- yeah. But then I was like, when you get sad, we can just look at them again. Like, we'll always have these pictures and take pictures yeah. of their, their view outside the window. Like, there's little things like that that could help her transition. Yeah. And we've already said that because she has her own phone. So we're like, just, you can take photos. Take photos of things that you love and what you're going to miss. And I think she's going to realize that I'm not going to miss that much. Um, it's the idea. Of this place. Yeah. So I think as we get there, like, Bella and Tony are super excited to move. Like, they're ready. Um, they want this. And Anna's the only one that's just – and I get it. She's very much like me. She's very emotionally attached to things. Yeah. Okay, but, so wait. How are you going to do Comme la carte in Vegas? I'm going to find a place in Vegas to do Comme la carte. We're going to see what happens. I have a couple connections. Um and we're going to see. We're just going to see what we can do. I'm going to get settled there first, and I'm really going to see what Vegas begins to do in terms of social distancing. Because in Vegas, shows are still not allowed. Right. It's a much, and it, according to the phase of, like, L.A.'s doing it, if they follow suit, which they can do whatever they want, they're a different state. Um, yeah. It's, like, the last one. Like, those kind of venues would be one of the last ones to open up. So Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh you know, I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see how it's going to all play out. I don't think Zoom comedy shows are successful. I haven't I seen really one. I really don't. I did one. I've watched a couple, and I'm going to be honest. They're just not great. I'm so out of the game that I don't think I, – I think it would just hurt my psyche to do a Zoom one. Like, I think I need to get back to the mic mic before I do a Zoom one, and that's not going to happen. Yeah. So and I'm that's the like, kind of what I want to go to – I feel really out of practice. I know a lot of comedians are doing it to stay in practice, which is great. I just, with everything going on, have been unable to be creative at all. 
Yeah, I mean, um, you're schooling for three kids. You know? I'll tell you, there was a comedian who was like, if you're not writing a whole new set during this quarantine, how creative are you really? And I was like, uh, you know what? You have three kids and homeschool them and, you know, have them now 24-7 at home where you have to do all of the, the teachery, parenty things and then keep them from fighting all afternoon. Yeah. You do that and not be exhausted at the end of the day. Well, and then you, you know, still I'm have not... to do the laundry and still have to do everything else that yeah. you would normally do during their school. Like, normally I did yeah. laundry and all the cleaning when they were at school. But now yeah. it's like I can't do that because can't do that. they're here. So it's like. Yeah, and they got Zoom meetings and you got to be quiet and you got to do this. And I don't know about you, Patty. I feel like I'm doing a lot more dishes. I don't know what's going on. Oh, I've cooked like 50,000 times. Although yeah. the quarantines made me productive in the sense that I made a dish that had like fried rice, sushi rolls, and lemon chicken. Like it was three. What? Yeah. That's like more than It was three different meals I felt like in one. Although it's just like sides and most people make these things. But for me, I was like, what? I'm impressed. I, usually yeah. I'm like one bowl, one fork, you're done. <laughs> My kids have been eating real great for that reason. I've been cooking like a mofo, but hate it like i I'm just tired. like one day we had to get chipotle because i was standing there and i was supposed to be making dinner and bobby's like what's wrong and i'm like i can't do it anymore <laughs> i can't watch another stand today i can't cook another meal no i'm not doing it anymore because of course we had to get really expensive pots and pans that uh you can't put in the dishwasher so by the way you know that inner pot of the instapot the metal one yeah you do all the cooking in can you put that in the dishwasher? I don't know. Because I would really like to. I don't think you can. I, I do. I can put my cro- I can put my crockpot insert in the dishwasher and the lid. That's true. I just want to. I want to put. I want to put as much as I can put the dishwasher in the dishwasher. That's all I'm saying. The less I have to wash my hands. I'm using my instant pot so much though. It's ridiculous. It's amazing. I love it. I'm yeah. making so many. My things. instant pot. And my crock pot are getting so much work right now. They my, are workhorses. Is my your Instapot. Instapot caving in on the side, by the way? Well, I like, dropped it a couple my... times. So... <laughs> oh, maybe. So there's dents like... and whatnot. I want to get the lid, the air fryer lid. There's a lid you can make it so it becomes an air fryer. Really? Okay, because we were debating about getting an air fryer. No, just get a crap, lid. So like, just get a okay. lid. And the lid, I mean, the lid's expensive. It's like 50, 60 bucks, but at least you don't have the space for a whole other thing. Yeah, but I mean, like, air fryers, the good ones that don't melt after, like, the third use are, like, 80 bucks, so. That's a little bit cheaper than I want to get an air fryer. Yeah. I'm so going to get the get lid for it and then call it a day. Nice, because I am getting a KitchenMaid mixer now that I have, like, counter space. I have so much counter space. Addy, we didn't talk about that kitchen. Was that kitchen not incredible? Oh, my goodness. And then you have a whole Um, other, like, bar stool area that they can eat and you can serve things on. I was like, what? So not only do you have an island, but you also have this bar stool thing. Yeah, but the bar stool area, I'm going to be honest, we're we're making that the coffee station. Oh, I think. going to be the coffee bar. (laughs) That's perfect. I love it. I think it'd be great because, like, if it's a coffee tea station, when our guests come over, they don't have to wait for me to get up. If they want to make themselves, like, a cup of coffee in the morning, they can just go to the coffee station and, you know, make whatever they want. Oh, that's awesome. And you're going to love your KitchenAid. I use my KitchenAid all the time. Like, not only just for, like, baking, but, like, you can put uh, – I'll make the chicken in the 
the instant pot and then I'll just put it in the KitchenAid and then turn it and it like shreds it itself in like 30 seconds. Oh, nice. So there's all these. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to definitely buy the ice cream attachment for it and uh, we're going to make our own ice cream at home. I have another. I, if, I'm going to do that if our, once our other ice cream one like dies down. Like if right. once it dies, then I'm going to do that too because we make yeah. ice cream a lot. Like a yeah, least there's so many appliances I want. Well, now you have oh, a space. Well, that's yeah. Well, that's when we told our kids, we're like, look, guys, uh, this house is expensive and moving costs are expensive. We're not going anywhere for like a year. <laughs> like, we're not going to the movies. There's social distancing happening anyways. So we're going to be home. And they're like, well, what about ice cream? I'm like, we're just going to buy an ice cream attachment for the KitchenAid and we'll make our own. And they're like, done. We're in. And I'm like, oh, okay. That was really easy. They're going to not have to it. fight them at all with it. They're going to yeah. love it. It's going to be great. It's going to be good. Oh, I'm so excited for you. It's going to be such a good thing, a good move for your family in general. And then you're going to have your the family that's supportive over there. Okay, so that's the other thing I want yeah. to update. You're still not talking yeah. to your mom. No, she never went to therapy. She's never going to go to therapy. Uh, So my dad came over, and I'm not going to say how much, but he gave me some money that he said was left to be my grandmother, even though there's no will. Now, my grandmother was really great at saving a lot of money. So it's not totally totally out of the blue that she might have saved money for me to have when she died right um but i also get a sneaking suspicion that my mom is giving me money for the house and she's just using my grandmother but at this point uh i need money for that moving cost so i don't care yeah <laughs> go ahead i'll take it yeah uh i don't know if that makes me a bad person but uh i'll take it and yeah she just really isn't my sister has let me put it this way my sister has like totally kind of turned on the situation and is in agreement that I'm exaggerating things. Like, yeah, sure. Mom says some really bad things, but she eats cause you don't understand what she's trying to say. And I was like, excuse me. I think calling me a burden is pretty loud and clear. You're like it's pretty self-explanatory what that means. Yeah. They're mean. like, no, what she meant was she's so sad. You have such a hard life. Because uh, of all these things that have to go with the kids and how rough it is raising them. And, you know, she's just sad you couldn't have had an easier life. I said, A, that sucks to say that about my kids. Uh, and B, yeah, no, that's not what she said. That's not it. No. So my sister has basically taken my mom's side. I've kind of lost my sister. So That sucks. So you're not talking to her or is it kind of like you're... Gonna... It's just once in a while. It's not close at all, you know. It's not any meaningful relationship. And it can't be because my sister's very anti-therapy. So my mom's never going to go to therapy as long as my sister's there going, you don't need it. So This is so weird know. to me. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, That's okay. Good. She's like, some people don't need therapy. I'm like, you're right. But some people are super damaged and they absolutely need therapy. And that's mom's. Everyone could benefit from therapy. Does anyone need it on a long-term basis? No. But I'm pretty sure there's moments in your life where talking to someone who understands and can lead you and guide you into empowerment quicker is great. You know? Like, why go the hard route? It's like what people say about comedy in classes. It's like, okay, I could do open mics for three years and learn what I need to learn. Or I could just take a class yeah. and learn what I need to learn. I feel like that's what how therapy is. Yeah, I could learn it on yeah. my own, but that would take me a buttload of time when I could yeah. just go to Why somewhere, to see them for three weeks, and then have these empowerment, like, life-altering thoughts and then be done. Not done, done. But you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's No, I totally it. get it. It shortens it. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah. So, anyways, that, that's that with her. We see my dad once in a while now that Corona happened. Uh, it's a lot less. How does he feel about you guys moving? He's, I think, sad about it. I think he's helpless. I feel really bad Wait, for my who's dad. She? I, I, I was saying your dad. I was like, how does your dad feel about you? Yeah, yeah, he. Sorry, yeah. I slurred. I was because like, Because what people don't know like, is I'm a hobo now, and I'm missing a tooth. What? <laughs> that happened, too, in January. Yeah, I had a freak incident. My teeth are great, except for this one tooth that I get. I got a cavity or something happened because back in, like, October – I had this dream that I was trying to pull my tooth out of my mouth. And when I woke up, my tooth was like bleeding a little bit, but it seemed fine. Okay. And it didn't hurt. It hurt that day, but then it didn't hurt afterwards. I was like, well, it's fine. I got over it. Whatever. Because I grind my teeth at night. I was like, whatever it was, it, it just, I got over it. Um, and then one day I was eating a nut and it hit my tooth just right and it broke my tooth. Yikes. And when I went in to the doctor, at first they're like, oh, we're just going to do like a root canal. But then they're like, well, here's the issue. They're like, it's the way your tooth broke. It broke with this point. So we would have to remove so much of your jaw, like your bone around it and your gum to tap it. He's like, and it's so pointed and sharp. He's like, it's, it doesn't feel like it's going to be sturdy in there. He's like, I think within six months to nine months it's going to break again and then you're going to have to remove your tooth just remove like, it so yeah so it was like all right well let's just remove it now then and he's like well i'm glad you said that because some women are like no i'll do whatever i can i was like no i'm not going to double pay for this that's stupid so now like right now i'm not wearing my flipper i have a little they call it a flipper thing and it just sits in my mouth and you can't even tell that i'm wearing it it looks totally natural um, and he's like, you can wear that for years if you want. He's like, you don't even need to really ever get it. I'm going to get an implant is what's going to happen eventually. Um, but you, an implant takes a year, the process of it anyway. Okay. So he's like, he's like, just get a flipper. He's like, you're going to need a flipper while you're wearing the implant. So just get it now and no big deal. Now you have it. So the problem is, is that there are certain words now because it's right behind my canine. It's the tooth right behind it. Okay. When I talk on occasion, I lift. Uh, <laughs> or I get a sound, like an airy sound. Yeah. So uh, it doesn't sound, I wear it whenever I go to an audition or anything, so my voice doesn't get all weird. Um, I don't wear it around the house. I just kind of don't do it. Why not? Who cares? Yeah. But I'm a hobo. Now I've got a hobo mouth. You're a hobo. Uh, it goes with the hobo. the hobo chic that your uh, kids were going yeah. for anyway, so you're just hoping. Right. So, uh, yeah, so I'm going to – I'm now at the point – so I got this removed in February. So in August, I can get – either August or depending on, like, how my, my jawline looks, like if everything's healed well, they may go a little bit longer. But either August or November, somewhere in there, I can get the um, implant post put in. And then six to nine months, I guess, after that, I'll get the actual implant inserted. And then I'm good forever after that point. That's just craziness. I did ask them, do I need to write this listed if I get cremated? <laughs> like, what's going to happen when I get cremated? Like, is the, is the tooth going to be, like, hanging out afterwards? Like, what? Somebody let me know. People, call into Patty. <laughs> Tell us what will happen if you have a tooth implant and you get cremated. 
just a huge implant burn out. Just put happened. it on the list for Bobby to do when you die. They'll figure yeah. it out. Nothing for uh, you I'm not living Bobby. Don't even. I'm out living that man. Oh, I don't want, I want to die first. I did not want to. Oh, I don't. And then Chris can I'm live fine. the next like three years as happy being single again. His house will be clean. Uh, He'll be happy. I'm dying first. No, I have Bobby. To die first. Bobby can't do the bills. He doesn't know how. Oh, I don't know how. Um, so that's another reason. Oh, yeah. So, so Although, I told the kids, I said, if something happens to mom, you need to get dad married as soon as possible. Oh my like, goodness! Anything you can do. Like, no, I'm not kidding. He can't be alone. He needs to have somebody. I'm like, he needs to get married ASAP, and he needs somebody who can like take care of the finances and all that stuff. I'm like, yeah. but mom, what about you? Dad dies. I'm like, I'm done. I'm ready. To I'm getting my cat. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to replace him with cats. And that's what I'm waiting for. So I don't need <laughs> to get married again. I will just keep getting cats and naming them Bobby. Aww. It'll be fine. It'll be great. Kitten season is upon us. Okay, so getting back to your dad. He's sad that you're leaving, but understands. He does. He says he might try and come out and visit. I don't know if it'll happen. But at this point, I, I just I have to move on with the, my life, you know. Um, and and my mom really did sort of guilt me into staying in California. And I could have moved away a long time. Like I, you know, I got offers to move to Florida. Yeah. And the only person who was like really not okay with it was kind of my mom. That makes sense. And I was like, all right. So, you know, my mother-in-law has never pushed us to do anything, never pushed us to move close by her. Uh, but when we told her we were going to, she started crying. She's like, I've been praying that you would, but I never wanted to say anything to you. I never wanted you to think I was trying to force you with something in your life. She's like, I'm just so happy my parents have been answered. So she's very excited about it. That's awesome. My son is excited, though he did tell me today. He's like, I don't know, Mom, though. Like, she can't cook for us all the time. Because she always cooks, like, whenever we stay with her, of course. Yeah. And I was like, why? He's like, Mom, I gained five pounds in the two weeks we were there. <laughs> like, I don't want to gain all this weight. I'm like, all right. Totally fair. I get it. Well, they'll, you will cool. figure out your new yeah. normal, and she'll come over, and yeah. you'll cook for her, and it'll be, it'll yeah. be good. It'll be fine. It will. You can separate so, them I'm, and be like, here, you take Anna for a couple nights just to get the kids away from each other. And yeah. It'll be good. It's going to be yeah. really good. It'll I'm excited for really you. Nice. Yeah, and the kids love them. And it's so, like, it's, it, it is what it is. Like, I love California. I love the state very much. But the reality is I couldn't afford a house here. Not like this. Like, I could six, not afford Six this, bedrooms? You're like, you're like Kristen yeah. Bell and, like, these high rollers having six bedrooms yeah yeah one of my friends was like oh my god this is like a four million dollar house in Encino yeah <laughs> I was like I know and it's not four million in Vegas it's nowhere near that so I just I look at it as there's things you have to you know you have to make exchanges for and we'll be here all the time like we're already going to come in December to see this show we always see in Fullerton uh, right. it's a tradition Bobby and I've had since the show started so as long as that show is still happening, we'll come out and we'll probably end up going to like Knox Berry Farm for the day. And, uh, you know, yeah. we, we're making plans. We'll come visit. Well, you just got an agent, too. So you're going to be coming down for auditions. Well, so my agent, um, the agency, the agent was great. But the agency, because I called SAG, was like cheating me. 
They made a lot of claims about how much money I had to give them for this reason and that reason. But because they're a SAG franchise, you should know this, Patty, in case your kids sign with an agent. If the agency is SAG franchise, even if you're not a union member, they have to hold you to union member standards, meaning they can only take 10%. Interesting. And mine was taking 20. And then, you know how, like, them on all commercials, there's, like, an agency percentage? Yeah. It'll be like, oh, she was, like, $1,200 plus X percentage to the agency, and it ranges usually about somewhere between 10 to 20%, but sometimes it's as low as 5 Well, they're, like, you have to um, make, like, it was the job I got was a 15% agency fee. Like, you have to make up the remaining 5%. Because we have to get a 20% agency fee. It's like, um, shouldn't you have been negotiating that? Like, that's not my problem. But, like, they made me pay that extra 5%. They're getting 25% of my check. Interesting. And I called SAG finally because they took six weeks to pay me. And, like, everybody else on the shoot had gotten paid. Because we kept in touch via Instagram. And so I messaged them. I was like, hey, have you guys gotten paid? I haven't gotten paid. Like, yeah, I got paid. In early April, and I got the runaround. Oh, they haven't been able to go to the office yet. Oh, they're going to go, like, next week sometime. And I'm like, dude, there's a check that's been sitting there since March that is what you're claiming, but I don't buy it. So I asked you to release, and I've been released. So hopefully we'll get – I'll get another agent at some point. We'll see. Um my manager's like, I want to get you one that's theatrical anyways, too. Who's going to do theatrical and commercial? So yeah, you don't like, want don't 50, worry about it. people anyway. You want one. Yeah. So she's just like, we're going to find the right one. Don't worry. You're you're bookable. You're great. And that's kind of what sucks about the coronavirus is I was on a really good streak. I was like on avails and everything. And I was getting a lot of additions and callbacks. And then this happened. It just kind of tanked everything. Let's take because I have to self <laughs> It's and Patty, I'm terrible at self-tape. Um, like, hard. going in and auditioning is great. Like, especially if it's improvised. Like, oh, I'm going to knock this out of the park. I almost always get a callback on anything that requires improv. Yeah, you're uh, good at improv. Almost always. Yeah. I mean, thank you. I appreciate that. You are, too. That's why I want you on my team all the time. Are you even having a team? Uh, yeah, so Comedy All Card is still supposed to exist here in California. That's the goal. Okay. Um, but it's just it's waiting to see what happens, you know? No, that makes it's waiting sense. to find out what we're going to do and where we're going to go and, you know, what what's going to happen when we open up again. Uh, and because we had a show scheduled and we had to cancel it because of the coronavirus. So, yeah, we're just holding tight. Um but yeah, we want to have it bring it back. We want to be able to run it in California and in Las Vegas. Sounds good to me. But things will have to change here on what we do. Like we might just find a theater. Cause I'm like, I don't know if I want to draw, drag, you know, equipment back and forth. That stuff's heavy. Uh, it's yeah. take up a lot of gas. So we just might try to figure out a, a thing to do here. Because originally the plan was we were going to keep our townhouse here. Right, but they got too and... crazy. The crime, you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. We had they tried to break into our garage twice. Um, we had the packages stolen, our car broken into, and I was like, I don't want to, I, I, and I just realized, like, I sat there and I thought about it one day, like, if I'm in LA, and I've got my cameras, because we're going to leave the cameras in the house, and I see somebody breaking into the house and robbing me, I'm not going to want to be at that place by myself, which is what it was going to be, and I was like, I'm not comfortable staying here alone anymore, 
Well, so, even, uh, and even no. I know you had really good rent, but even at like the nine hundred dollars mm-hmm. rent that you had, I mean, you can stay at a hotel nine times at a, you know, or like yeah, and it's still yeah, be cheaper. And, yeah. So and then Patty is very nice, and I don't know if Chris knows, but you've allowed me to stay with you. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sure. camping out on your couch once in a while. Uh, right. That's what I'll be guest hosting. I'll be like Patty, just put me on. It's okay. We'll swing. We'll stay up late. Stay up late. Another interview. Wine cooler. Well, that's why you can see your dad, too. That's what I figured. I figured this is how I think it's going to happen. You'll probably come to me. You'll leave in the morning, come to me, unless you have an audition or something, and then come to me, and we have a dinner, or we have a lunch, or we have coffee or something, and then you go off and do all your shows, and then you come late at night, we talk for a while, and then I go to bed. And then the next morning you leave, and I'm like, okay, I don't know where she went. He's like, you know. So, yeah, (laughs) it'll work out well. I like it. Um. You're welcome. You You're welcome to my couch. Thank you. I'm very appreciative. I already kicked out and Jackson. And Bobby's very appreciative too. <laughs> I kicked out Jackson well, I already. Bobby. And he's like, that's so awesome with Patty. I was like, I know. I'm just going to have to like stash like a blanket and a pillow there. Sorry, yeah. this is Heather. You can have a, your whole, oh. or you can put a whole little box or like bin of all your like facial stuff and everything. Like and stuff. they can just put yeah. in the, in like Jackson's closet. 10, oh my gosh. 50. <laughs> I can witness it and videotape it for all the, the people. I have to do it like hyperlapse, so it's like only four minutes, since it's probably gonna take you like an hour and a half. Oh, geez, you're. Insane. I'm just saying, beauty takes time, uh, and I've got a big bathroom now, so that's really exciting. I, yeah, I I didn't even see that bathroom. Okay, it's too late. Um, we already got to go back to the listing. It's gorgeous. I will. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. I, you know, what it reminded me of, and it's not this big, but hmm. it seems this big to me, is on Revenge. You know, the gra- the Grayson Manor or whatever has, like, that dual staircase. I'm like, that's what mm. your staircase is. It was so beautiful. Well, we call it the Christmas tree. We called it Christmas tree house because it makes that weird little V-shape. And I'm like, Bobby's like, that's where the Christmas tree's going to go. And I was like, I know. I was thinking the exact same thing. That is awesome. So we nicknamed we nicknamed all the houses we saw. Like, we had green carpet house. We had yellow house because all the walls are, like, bright yellow. Uh, and it's a Christmas tree house. That's so. And that's so funny because Jackson calls this the pink house. You go to the pink house. Oh, uh, pink. Yes, the pink house. The pink house. You gotta have nicknames for it. Yeah. That's the Christmas tree house. I'm very excited for the Christmas tree and that stairwell. Oh, and you can but, have uh, your yeah. oh, and one of the sides you can put your little advent trees that you made. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gonna be beautiful. I love it. I'm so oh, the kids' little. Den area gets their little shitty kid tree with all their ugly little ornaments that they made. Oh, geez. <sighs> I'm getting my tree back. I'm not putting the little crappy kid tree. Now I've got a Christmas tree space for a beautiful tree. I so, put garland you know. on the ceiling so that Jackson wouldn't destroy it. And by like the end of January, he pulled one down. I was like, I guess it's time to take it off. So it is what it is. Oh, no. All right. So, how often do you really yeah. think realistically you're going to be back in LA? Because, how, I mean, Vegas ain't far, but it ain't close. It, it isn't, but there's, uh, I want to take 301 for improv. No, I took 301. Did I take 301? I took you 301. Did. I want to take 401. I want to get, so I don't think I'm going to be able to finish musical improv at this point. So right now, I did tell Bobby, I want to take 401 because then I get a little certificate that says I completed all of ECB's program. Right. So I am going to come back for that and voice lessons. Uh, on occasion so right now i look for at least once a week i'll be back so i don't know if i'll be staying overnight once a week every time 
it is doable to come back out and leave in a day. That's a lot. It's not fun, but it's doable. I mean, this is the thing. I'm kind of used to it. Uh, I'm still actually very much used to it that I was a little bit surprised about because I used to, you know, go to UCLA when Bobby got his first job and his first job was in Vegas. Yeah. So I would drive every week from UCLA to Vegas. And there were a couple of times where I just missed him so much. I would just drive back home, like go out, take my one class, like especially if I had a weird week where my classes were canceled for like the rest of the week, I would just go out, do that class and then come back home. Same day. Interesting. So, um, I'm, I'm okay as long as, you know, now it's not so bad if you leave early enough. So you're only doing like a four hour drive. And as long as you have podcasts. We'll have to revisit this. We'll have to revisit this once it starts. Because A, who knows when it's going to start? And B, we'll have to revisit it. Because I don't know. I mean, Anna was having a hard time with you being away at night. So like this idea, I don't know if it's going to work for Anna or how it's going to work, you know? We'll see. As long as it's consistent, I think it'll be okay. I think when it's sporadic, it's really rough for her. But if she's like, okay, every this time, every week, mom's going to go out and then she's going to be back. And I'm probably not going to see her that day, but I'll know she'll be home. Then that makes sense too. So if I can make it a routine, it'll be better. So that's my goal is to sort of like figure out what day of the week is the least important for me to be around. Maybe a Wednesday. That's usually kind of like our first leftovers day anyways during the week. Um, and just to be able to make that day like the day I'm, I'm out. But, you know, there's days where I'm going to have to do an audition. But yeah. on the audition days, I did this um, this winter a couple times when we were – because we went to Vegas pretty early into December. We stayed there for almost a month. Uh, I came back twice to do auditions. And I left early in the morning at like 4 a.m. and went to do my audition and then – went home and I was home before bedtime I'll probably just have to give you a key then so that she can just come and go as you please so that you have at least a place to like shower get ready change you know yeah or I mean I may get a gym membership for that purpose too because I want to actually try working out I don't know I'm saying these things I probably don't mean it Patty uh I worked out for two days in a row so I'm going Granted, one of them was a 10-minute video that took me three hours to complete because I kept getting interrupted. <laughs> and the other one it. today, oh, I did it. I did it. And I kind of was really happy that it was interrupted because I don't know if I could have done it all in a row. <laughs> that thing was hard. <laughs> um, and then the second today, I did two Tabatas. Which I don't know if you know what a Tabata is, but it's like eight rounds of 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. So it only takes four okay. minutes. So wow. I worked out for eight minutes today, and I did them like I didn't do them. I did them like well, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do them consecutively. I did them within the same hour, which was good. But so, anyway, so yeah. But good for you. Maybe a gym membership, but maybe not. Who who knows? Um, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we're gonna just we'll see how you know. I mean, that's the thing too is that a lot of people saying many of these auditions are gonna be self taped uh until you get to like the callback when it's a lot less people yeah and they can spread the time out that people are there uh, um a lot more but i don't know i suck at something so that may be it for my career um we'll see where the girls are with all the acting stuff too so i have to renew their work permits right now so we'll see if they even get renewed it's it's a crazy time oh i cut bobby's hair tonight by the way Ooh. He says it's not bad. It's bad. 
Can it be as bad as what Bella did to her own hair? So or eyebrows oh, or whatever. Like, so you're, I mean, it's all relative. She gets mad because we can't help it, but we tease her. But we always, whenever we look at her little eyebrow one, we're like, "Ooh, sad girl! Oh my god!" <laughs> so mean. We're like, "Clown boy!" He's all like, "Sad girl, why are you so sad today?" He's like, "Shut up!" And I'm like, "Not my fault." What you did to your face, you look sad, girl. Oh my goodness. So we like to tease her still. We're bad parents. Eh, whatever. In She's that safe. sense. She's safe. It She's all works. Fine. She's happy. All right, Heather. So, all right, Patty. Was okay. that good? Did I give you a good enough update? Did I get everything? I, I lost feel like. I feel like, yeah. I feel Grandma like. Grandma died. Grandma died. <laughs> Moving to Bye Vegas. Now. Bella still has one eye. Bella looks sad. Tony's still masturbating on a side. Big cat pussy. Hey, stop Thanks. saying it. Oh, jeez. It's bad, isn't it? It's so okay, bad. We're not going there again. Oh. Um, well, we'll have to circle around to this and see how it all works out, how the move goes, yeah. how, I mean, yeah, how everything goes. How It's the most stressful it's time moving, but it's, gonna go, but it's also amazing, and your you know, project managing skills is in a rocket, and you have older kids who can help, which would be nice. Yeah, and then we'll see how the and you're gonna have to see how the pandemic, you know, folds out as well as everything else. So we'll definitely have to circle back and and do another update in three months or so. Figure out what's going on. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going? I don't know. I'm losing it. You are losing Uh, late at night, and we should go to bed. Uh, No, I'm gonna be up for another hour at least because it's my TV time. Oh, you're insane. No, I've kind of run out of things to watch on TV, but I just do it because I can claim it. You know, like, you don't want to give up the, the one thing you get. Because <laughs> so, I can't uh, watch TV when the kids are in school. Because uh, you're there. <sighs> oh, yeah, I get it. I know. It. I did get this game called Animal Crossing. I've played Animal Crossing a lot. Um, I had it on my 3DS, and I play it on my phone. But, like, the Switch version came out, and I got the limited edition Nintendo switch animal crossing and i got the game and i actually ended up buying a game for bobby's switch account so i could play in the southern hemisphere too and you know that's you know i'm, I'm working on my island trying to get it to a five star it's, it's been busy you know oh my goodness you're crazy <laughs> i gotta pick weeds every day and shake trees and you know it's, it's, it's hard work it's really hard one day in about a month or so you're gonna have your own real life weeds to pick uh i know uh, I don't, I don't know how I'm gonna deal with that. <laughs> Bobby's like, we gotta get a gardener. I'm like, they're expensive. He's like, we gotta get a gardener. He's like, I tried my, I tried my hand at gardening, and now how to work? Uh, well, and now your trees look like sad girls. <laughs> no, now Jackson has a mud pit, <laughs> so he's happy. Uh, <laughs> it works out. Whatever, it's all good. All right. Well, all in right. three months we'll circle back. You're the best. Okay, three months. Thanks for riding on the denial bus. But your stop's coming up. You're going to have to get off. Get back to the real world. Life. Don't worry. You got this. 